Uh, it's about that time you guys have been waiting for your RSS feed to light up to get notified that Tangents with Toby has released a new episode. And the time has come and the time is now. Good day, everybody. Welcome to another wonderful episode. This episode that I'm going to be doing has been a few weeks in the works, but I personally think it is going to be one of the great shows. A show that I haven't done in a long time, like literally a long time. So I decided let's do it. And I think from now on, I might actually do question call once a month. That is right. Question call is back. It was right around the corner, just wouldn't poke its ugly head out. But today, this week, you have officially gotten question call on tangents with Toby. All right, my name is Toby. I'm the guest host. Well, I'm not the guest host, but I'm the host of the show. So sit down, relax, grab your coffee, and let's kind of get on with the show. We have a bunch of questions that have been sent in. First up, I would like to shout out to the people who actually sent these questions in. Massive praise and dedication that you did to actually message me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I even got a few anonymous I don't know why they sent it anonymous. You can get full credit for your question. If you have a podcast, tell me who you are, what your show is, with a domain or something, and I will plug it. First up, Blue Waffles, 99.69. Don't ask, great guy. That's his Twitter handle. And if you have a chance to follow anybody, go follow him. His is kind of edgy, but it's kind of fun edgy. It's weird. Anyway, he sent in a few, which I'm going to read. Number one, why is it frowned upon drinking at 9 a.m.? All right, first of all, one of the reasons why it's frowned upon at drinking at 9 a.m. is because people are still waking up, still going and driving to work or even dropping your kids off. That's the reason that's the reason why you wait till 10 o'clock. Everybody's off the streets, you're off the street. You could go do your shopping, get your beer, get your wine, everything like that. So make sure you start at 10, not 9. And plus besides that extra hour of sleep or that extra hour of eating will better your day just for a long shot. Oh, hell. Just think of it this way. You start at 10, you're going to be power drinking. When you power drink, you get drunk faster. Win-win in both worlds. Don't you think? All right. Number two. Why do people hate the taste of grease on their pizza? Everywhere I see pizza grabbing, or people <laughs> grabbing thick napkins and dabbing them on the pizzas all right I thought about this one and you know if you like greasy pizza oh that's fine but there has to be a limit 
on how much grease is on a pizza. I understand if you have a lot of cheese, you're going to get a lot of grease. If you're going to have a lot of meat, you're going to have a lot of cheese, or grease. All right? But it's to the point where you should be asking how much is too much. If you can take your pizza out of the box, move it off to the side, all right? Just hear me out. And you can look through the bottom of the box like a window. Way too much grease. If they're dabbing the pizza with napkins just to pick up the grease, that is too much grease. So there's, in reality, there is a limit for grease. And you should not drink. No, fuck. Sorry, I just looked at you. You're next. <laughs> um, your next question. But a grease to crust ratio has to be more crust than grease. If you can find that one pizza where you can drive with a piece of pizza in your hand eating it with no napkins, that's the best pizza. Don't get me wrong, extra cheese, it's brilliant, but just, just, just relax and no, do not get extra grease on pizza. All right, next up, Kim from QC Indy, the guy who given me this idea. Question call, QC Indy, you see what I did? QC, question call. <laughs> Uh, rain. Anyway, so Kim, he sent into the first one was what's your favorite ice cream? All right, the favorite ice cream it comes in two things. Uh, my favorite, I do have to say, and I'm slowly starting to get back into it, is Tiger Tiger orange and black licorice because once you get a little bit more black licorice in than the orange oh my god it is to die for i could eat a pint to myself because it's just that damn good and you're thinking to yourself all right what do you mean you're finally getting back into it all right in 2011 when the flood hit i had a fridge full of food including a brand new container of Tiger Tiger ice cream. The girlfriend's son, him and I were going in the trailer, we're cleaning, we're cleaning, we're cleaning. So of course, Will opens up the freezer and it's like, dude, don't go in there. That's gonna be absolutely disgusting. He goes, oh, you got ice cream. Lift it up. My Tiger Tiger ice cream grew a green coat over top of it. And it almost took me 10 plus years before I started eating it again. But it is absolutely delicious. Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yes, that's awesome. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> the second choice, if there was no Tiger Tiger, it would have to be the Cherry Garcia ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. 
just the fact that it has like real full chunks of cherry in it. Oh, uh, no. Insane. All right, next. Well, why would you make this corner so steep, jackasses? Kim also sent in a question. Can you believe it's not butter? All right, when it comes to this particular one, butter, margarine, I don't know which is which. I don't use it. The only time that I use it is in craft uh, dinner. That's it. Well, baking, if I uh, bake stuff, but otherwise, I could care less. The only reason why I do pick, I can't believe it's not butter, is because it's a brand name that I know other than parquet but yeah I don't know the difference between butter and margarine to me it's all the same tastes all the same I don't use them anybody who does use them you're evil just like evil pickles for example I've seen people put peanut butter on a wait no back that up I've seen people put margarine or butter on a sandwich with peanut butter with jam disgusting cheese whiz no I understand putting it on meat but no 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 not peanut butter and jam not just peanut butter not just jam you hurt my feelings damn you Adrian alright Grease Valley Radio my boy Bali, hey man, it's been a while. I miss you. What's been going on? This question he has sent has been absolutely insane. He says, the farthest you've ever driven in one go or your longest road trip. All right. So this one has a what was it? A little two-part. Okay. You know, the more I think about it, road trip. Alright, let's go with the road trip. Alright, so it was probably 2001, maybe? I don't know, let's say 2001. Alright. Or was it 2000? It was after that, so 2001. So after, it was after the blizzard. Yeah, 2001. My buddy Dale calls me up and goes, you want to go on a road trip? It's like, well, I'm broke. He goes, I got you covered. It's like, well, okay. It's like, what's a road trip? It was basically, we're going to be going from here to northern Alberta back home. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So him, his girlfriend and her friend at the time picked me up in Weyburn. We went Weyburn to Regina to Moose Swift Current, Brooks, Alberta, stayed overnight, went from Brooks to Calgary, Red Deer, Edmonton, drove like half an hour north of Edmonton, stayed up there for the night. Then we decided we were just going to head straight back. So then we went Edmonton, North Battleford, Saskatoon, 
Regina waiver. That has to so be an episode. Oh my God, yes. For that, that was almost like a three-day journey. It That would have been about nine. That would have been about 16. That was probably... Here, hang on. I'm going to find the answer for you on this one. With a little bit of calculations, a little bit of memory loss remaining, we traveled right around 22 hours round trip with all the stays. So from Weyburn to Calgary, Calgary to Edmonton, Edmonton to Weyburn, it is roughly 12 or 22 hours. And that was one of the longest trips road trips I have ever taken that I remember so there's your answer dude and you just got me an idea of the trip or of a next episode in the future for story time and it's going to be quite interesting sports brew podcast go check them out if you like sports you want to talk sports they are the guy that you need to talk to all right, so Justin, he sent a message. He goes, dude, what's your opinion on LeBron James versus Michael Jordan, who's the GOAT? Okay, with me, plain and simple, it's going to be Michael Jordan. Just plain, simple, and the whole entire dandies. When you go and you compare the two, people are going to say LeBron's the GOAT. Just hands down. That's it. Look at the stats. And you know, there's more to the stats than considering somebody who is the GOAT. If you go, you take a look at back in the day compared to like today. You can even do that with like, for example, who's better goal scorer, Wayne Gretzky or Ovechkin. It's kind of like that thing. It's all generational when it comes to who do you think is a GOAT? Me, personally, I think it's Michael Jordan. The amount of things he has done in his career on the court and off the court has been absolutely insane. You can go compare the two on court, off court. The one thing I really, really hate when it comes to the NBA, it's all about averages you could have three games with Michael Jordan that could equal like say game one game two game three all was 33 33 33 points so of course he averaged 33 points a game with LeBron James he could have an up and down season like massive up there he could okay he could have a 40 game you know 40 point game a 30 point game and a 20 point game and all of a sudden it averages out to say 33 points and people are going to look at it and say well See, they're the exact same. They've averaged stuff. 
their their average is the exact same. I don't like that when they do that. But just to sum it up, I don't want to get into this because LeBron James really boils my blood and I absolutely hate it. And yes, he makes that much of a impact on me in basketball because I don't like him. He just, his attitude's so big, it's amazing and it even can fit on the court. But if you go and you take a look at the two, LeBron James came in as a number one draft pick. They expected him to be the best. Which, you know, the hype that he had to live up to, it was there. And he's been, you know, living up to that hype. Just plain and simple. Where... If you go and you take a look at Michael Jordan, he was never hyped. Like... He was... Okay, he was hyped. But if Michael Jordan was good as he was good, then why did Michael Jordan go third overall? That needs to make you realize something. People didn't see Michael Michael Jordan to be the top. But at the same time, if you go and you take a look at who was in that draft league, it was insane. Okay, Akeem Olajuwon, he went number one. Sam Bowie, never heard of him. He went number two, then it was Michael Jordan. All right? Jordan came out of that draft just absolutely a bomb. Like, just blew everything up. As he played, everybody wanted to be like Mike. Plain and simple. They wanted to slam dunk like Mike. They wanted the shoes like Mike. They even made a movie like Mike. Everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan. The only people who want to be like LeBron are the people who are going down to Arizona because they travel like LeBron. But I'm... Uh, All right. All right. I admit that was a horrible joke, but that was kind of funny. Last one. Bullhorn underscore FM on Twitter said, which podcaster is the goat? I'm, you know, everybody has their own opinion. They could say, Joe Rogan's the GOAT because of what he's done for podcasting or he's one of the most popular guys. Right? Well, me, personally, it's going to be Jim Mallard from The Mallard Report. The guy's been podcasting as long as I have, maybe a little bit longer. He's had ups. He's had downs. He keeps trudging. He's live every single Tuesday with guests across the board like Dave Schrader and even Jesse Ventura. Yes, the wrestler, Jesse Ventura. The governor, 
Jesse Ventura. Yes, him. He, they have been on the Melody Report with Jim Allen. If you can't be any more goat than that, Jim doesn't give up. He is a guy who not only has a great show, but a huge heart, just in general. Like when I was in the hospital years ago, well, a few years ago, actually, I think it's like years ago, because you know it is a few years ago. I'm just, anyway, rambling. Jim would message me every day. How are you doing? What is up? Any updates on your health, um, et cetera, et cetera. Jim is the GOAT. Great show, great person, great heart. He plugs. Any chance you get, he plugs. He needs respect just because he's that damn good. Just plain simple. Jim Mallard from the Mallard Report is the goat of podcasting. I'm not going to lie. That's what it is. That's how it's going to be. Anyway, this show's actually gone longer than I expected. I do have a few more questions, which I'm going to be moving those suckers over to Patreon. So if you need to listen to the rest of the questions, it's just a small little fee. Every single month it helps. Head over to patreon.com forward slash tangents, Toby, I think. And go from there. Well, thank you for tuning in. Questions, comments, feel free to email me at tangentswithtoby at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, tangentstoby. Bio.link forward slash tangents for things that I have no idea what's even on it. <coughs> Otherwise, thank you for tuning in. And I will catch you next time right here on Tangents with Toby.